Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU limited to just 12 yards of offense in the first quarter. 104-12 is the Texas yardage tally. 14-0 is the Texas scoring tally. They've respotted the ball to the 10-yard line, so it'll be a first and goal from the BYU 10 as we begin in quarter number two. BYU football is brought to you in part by Bam Bam's Barbecue. Bam Bam's Barbecue, perfectly smoking each cut of meat just for you. Come in and enjoy Central Texas Barbecue right there in Provo. Bam Bam's Barbecue, authentic to the bone. Cameron True, the proprietor of Bam Bam's, has made his way down to Austin for some barbecuing action this weekend, and we were able to spend some time with Cam yesterday. Jake Murphy, our spotter, and me meeting up with Cam. Cam sends his best, by the way, to you, Hans. But uh, this is barbecue territory, and uh, and uh, uh, Cam did uh, some of his, uh, let's say, uh, apprenticeship down here. Uh, he's in hog heaven here, isn't he? Maybe maybe pork isn't the top choice. Maybe it's the beef, but he's definitely in hog heaven. This is a perfect fit for him. By the way, the yardage tallies 52 rushing, 52 passing for Texas, 7 passing, 5 rushing for BYU. So just 12 yards. The, uh, the fewest offensive yards BYU's had in the first quarter since that LSU game and back in 2017 when BYU was shut out down to the Superdome. Wow, that goes back a long way. So a couple things. You saw a creative play, very first play out of the gates for this BYU offense was a flip to Ray Paolo, getting somebody involved that you hadn't seen. And then they go to a couple of different throws that we've seen quite often that were nearly intercepted. I think that they need to work the middle of the field a little bit more in the passing and in the running. When you saw when you saw um, uh, Aiden Robbins come through the middle between the tackles on that first carry that he had, it was it was nice. You know, you run into that six-man front, you can get it. What they haven't done is tried to test the passing game in the middle of the field. They tested it one time deep uh, with uh, Darius Lassiter, and it was nearly received, uh, but it kind of bobbled out of bounds. I, I just think there's a lot of things that BYU can still test to see if they can get this offense rolling. Texas trying to go with 21-0 on the Cougars for the second time in as many weeks. UT led Houston 21-0 last Saturday. Play fake, and the ball's knocked out of Murphy's hands. Back at the 28-yard line, BYU recovers the fumble. The Cougs have taken it away for a second time today. Isaiah Banya with the fumble recovery as that play breaks down. Coming out of an end-of-quarter timeout. Texas was setting up some kind of screen, and they got to Murphy before he could could set himself with the throw. The ball popped loose, and the Cougs have their second takeaway. It'll be first and 10, BYU at the BYU 29-yard line. We'll call that a money moment of the game for BYU, brought to you by All-Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments with All-Pro Capital. This freshman quarterback has now made his second big mistake. He threw an interception, which should never have been thrown. He was untouched. And then right there, he lets that ball get loose from him after a little bit of pressure from BYU. That's just nice aggression defensively. Trips to the right. Tight end left. Shift Aiden Robbins from right hip to left hip. Give to Aiden. And Aiden, maybe a yard, running between the hash marks and between the tackles. 15 seconds into quarter number two. Texas 14, BYU no score. The Longhorns have dominated this game, but uh, fail on an opportunity to add to their tally as a red zone scoring chance goes by the wayside on the second turnover of the day by that redshirt freshman quarterback, Malik Murphy. He's not looked good. Tavondre Sweat, the 300-pound the guy in the middle, 
is really tough to move, Greg. Empty now for Keaton Slovis. Trips left set, two, two wides to the right. Texas will bring four. On the slant, Chase Roberts makes the catch, but shy of the line to gain. Needed to get Tannen got eight, third down and two, but it's a manageable third down for the first time today. Yes. BYU's gone third and 11, third and 14, third and 11 to finally a third down and two. That puts a smile on my face. Uh, I, I know at one point you were given a stat that they were 100% on third and ones. You know, third and two gives you all kinds of options. Now you get a little bit creative. Uh, make sure you get that the, you convert. Uh, you can be a little bit creative on th- third and two. Will be in the pistol. Robbins behind Slovis. The hand clap, the belt high snap, and the first down close to it. No, no, not a great spot at all. That was a third and two, and Aiden Robbins took the handoff, lowered the helmet, and I thought he got there, but the spot puts him a half yard shy, it would appear. How do you see that, Hans? Is yeah. it roughly? Yeah, it's about a half yard shy. Wow, so an early key stage of the game. BYU sit third and fourth and almost a full one, and BYU will keep the offense on the field at its own 38-yard line. So trailing it 14-0, fourth and almost one at the BYU 38-yard line. The offense stays on the field. Epps and Roberts now will see timeout. This might be another try-to-draw-them-offside moment. Timeout, BYU. This is their first of the half. Timeout on the field. Takes us to a timeout in the booth as well. 12.51 to play until halftime. It is Texas 14, BYU no score. BYU facing a fourth and one at the Cougars' own 38-yard line. What will the Cougars do? Come back with us and find out after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU football brought to you by Delta, official airline of the BYU football team. It'll be a fourth down and one for BYU at the Cougars' 38-yard line as we come back in. Did you get any sense during the break hands of what Aaron Roderick and Kalani want to do here on this fourth and one? Well, they lined up quickly and acted like they were going to go for it. My guess is they were going to try to draw them offside. I'll tell you what. I wouldn't do it, but that's why I live in poverty. I'm just not a gambler. You know, I, I play everything a little too safe. Uh, I, I invest in mutual stocks. I should probably be investing in something a little more aggressive. And that's why Kalani makes the big dollars, and, and I don't. So. All right, here comes the fourth down gamble. BYU three for four on fourth and one this season. See if they can make it four for five. Texas 14, BYU no score. The crew is looking to capitalize on their second takeaway of the day. Isaiah Banya fumble recovery. Slovis is in the gun with Aiden Robbins on his left hip. So they're going to run it out of the shotgun on fourth down and one. Need to get to the 39 of BYU. Tight formation. Tight end in motion is Powell from left to right. Snap to Slovis. The give to Robbins and Aiden's got it. BYU needed one and got two outside the 40 to the 40 and a half yard line. BYU moves the sticks and the Cougs go to four for five on fourth downs this year. I can't tell you how much of a motivator that is as an offensive lineman, Greg, that your coach trusts you right there to get the push, try to open up a gap. How much of a motivator it is for Aiden Robbins to be trusted to go get that first? Fourth and one. They go to four and four for five on the year. Trips to the right now for Slovis. Shotgun with Aiden again. They're going to motion Roberts into the backfield, re-motion him to the right side as BYU looks to the sideline with an eight-second play clock and a 12-13 game clock here in quarter number two. 
Texas creeps five to the line. They'll bring just the four. The run to Robbins goes for a loss of two. Back to the 38-yard line. Second down and 12 for BYU. Aiden Robbins has run the ball seven times for seven yards. The outside runs just aren't working for Aiden Robbins at all. BYU is getting beat on the edge right there. Isaac Rex got shoved into the backfield and into the ball carrier. Texas is very fast, and they're very strong and aggressive at the edges, so you're just going to have to outsmart them. You're going to have to find some different angles to take advantage of. Because BYU's averaging less working. than a yard per carry. Nine carries for seven yards on the day. 0.8 yards per tote. Under center goes Slobis. Play fake. Screen set up to the left. Complete to Roberts. Roberts 40-45. And knocked down out of bounds. Three yards shy of the line to gain. Third down and three coming up for BYU. Make it four as they spot it back at the 46. So BYU with its fifth third down of the day. BYU is... 0 for 4 on third downs, missing on third and 11, third and 14, third and 11, and third and 2. In fact, BYU on third and 2 is only 1 for 6 on the season. On third and 4, which they have now, BYU is 4 for 7. BYU motions to twins left and right, Slovis in the gun with Robbins. Slovis looks left, looks middle, complete to Lasseter, makes the catch for the first down. BYU's first third round conversion of the day, a gain of 7. To the 47 of Texas. BYU now moving it into Texas territory. Another Texas player down at midfield. I like the route they just ran with Darius Lasseter off the twin set. They took him from the outside, motioned him underneath the inside receiver, and then he just came all the way across the formation in kind of a drag. And it was it was really nice. Slovis looked off a left side receiver, but looked right at Darius as he was in that drag. They were lucky to get uh, to not get Lasseter from moving forward at the snap. Because his motion was going forward right at the snap, and they let him go with his route. He makes the catch for seven and brings us to a timeout on the field, an injury timeout with 10.26 to play until halftime. It is BYU trailing Texas 14-0, but BYU had its most, has its most promising drive of the game going. We come back to Austin after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. A great game in Lawrence, Kansas. The Jayhawks looking to upset number six, Oklahoma, with eight seconds to go. The Jayhawks have a five-point lead at 38-33. Oklahoma has the ball. One play left, and it looks like it's gone final. KU defeating Oklahoma 38-33 in Lawrence. Let's get you back down to Texas in the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, well, well. (laughs) Hey, and that's with Bean at quarterback. So now what will that, well, there are other games that will factor in, but uh, Texas, having lost to Oklahoma, now draws even in the loss column. There are no more Big 12 undefeateds left. Well, Texas will find out about that at halftime. We'll see how they respond to it. That can get in your head. You can do all kinds of weird things about it, but I'm sure that that's going to really juice them up knowing that Oklahoma just fell to Kansas. All right, BYU. Facing a first and 10 at the Texas 47-yard line. Cougars looking to climb back into this game. And UT in consecutive weeks has seen... And they just showed on the scoreboard here the KU-OU final play. And so that's the eruption of the yeah. Texas fans here. Yeah, Texas has taken 21-0 leads on Houston. And now BYU in back-to-back weeks. But Houston climbed back into the game last week. Texas... 
pinching a blitzer, and they'll bring a blitzer to Slovis's right. He'll lob it up to the right. It's in the air, and a misjump time there by Parker Kingston. It'll fall incomplete. That was kind of a mess up between the receiver, the quarterback, and the DB on that right sideline. Slovis had to get rid of it faster than he wanted to. That blitzer came late. That was just a, a green look on that uh, blitz, and, and Slovis took a hard shot. He got up. You know, he's tough. He's taken some shots this year. Not a lot of sacks. He's taking a lot of hits, but he gets up, shakes it off, and ready to go. So Keaton back in the gun. Second down and 10 for BYU at the Texas 47-yard line. Aiden Robbins has gone all the way at running back. No L.J. Martin today. Two receiving options right. Tight end and a single wide left. That wide receiver, Mo, uh, Marion, motions from left to right and receives the pass in the right flat. One man to beat, and he'll drag the, ta- the ankle. Will Jalen forward down to the 42. It'll set up a third down and five for BYU. So Marion makes the catch in the right flat, and Ford tackles him after a gain of five. So third down and five for BYU. The Cougs are one... One for five on third downs now. Texas brought the corner blitz on that last one. Tavate Ase picked up the corner blitz. Did a good job at least protecting the last Slovis to get rid of that ball to the flats. Double tight to the right and a timeout before the snap. It'll be a Texas defensive timeout with 9.26 to play in the first. Timeout second. Texas. It's their second of the half. Timeout on the field. So we'll take a break. 9.26 to play in quarter number two. Texas 14, BYU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU in the Big 12 plays here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football brought to you by Smith's Cougar fans. When you download the Smith's app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales, personalized coupons on your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Download the Smiths app now and start saving big. BYU trailing big, but 14-0 is manageable. 7 9.26 to play in quarter number two. BYU from the Texas 42 facing a key third down and five. There are yards to be had. You know, Texas only gives up 98 yards of rushing a game. They're top 20 in the country. But they give up 235 yards passing. And I saw Houston complete a lot of these third or second and five looks and they did a lot of it in the middle of the field looking for the seam route. I know they tried, they tried one dig route to Isaac Rex to start the game. It was nearly an interception. I hope they don't go away from the middle part of the field. Slovis in the gun. Aiden Robbins running back. Aligned a yard to his right. Double tight left. They motion both tight ends, shift them from left to right, creating trips right, short side, right for Slovis. And now motion Robertson to backfield, re-motion to the right, and swing it to Chase. Chase makes the catch, and Chase is near the first down, but two yards, yard and a half shy. And BYU, which went on fourth down moments ago, will certainly go again. BYU now one for six, though, on third downs. A-Rod likely calling this a two-down situation. He's got fourth down and two from the Texas 39-yard line. Offense stays on the field. BYU converting fourth down earlier. It was a fourth down and one. Now BYU on fourth down and two. A lot of motion. I like the design on that play to try to get Chase Roberts behind two tight ends, see if they can get a blocking tight end in front of him. BYU's one for one on fourth and two this year. Their pistol with Robbins behind Slovis. Robbins will not be the running back handoff. They'll throw on the slant instead and may convert the fourth down. 
to the 28-yard line. It's Chase Roberts lining up on the left side. A quick hard in. And BYU showing signs of life here. Down 14-0. 8.25 to play in quarter number two. The Cougs have converted four. Two fourth downs on this series. And that fumble by Malik Murphy looming so large. The Longhorns were about to go up 21-0 before that Murphy miscue. Great job by Aaron Roderick finding the open receiver on that call. That's the, the coverage was soft, weight backed off Roberts, and that's just an easy flip and catch. Texas only has 86 yards of offense here in the first half. Shotgun split backs, option to the left. The pitch to Deion Smith. Deion's got a nice run. A first down, 15, 12, 10 yard line, first and goal, BYU. 18 yard run for Deion Smith on the option, and now the Cougars are first and goal, looking to make it a whole new ball game. There you go. Now, hopefully, they pick up a little bit of tempo, see if they can catch Texas looking a bit. You know, now you're in this red zone. This is where Aaron Roderick is really good. That's where this BYU offense is really good. But what did we talk about, Greg? It's where Texas defense really excels. Only six touchdowns given on the year. If the Cougars score a touchdown here, it'll be a one score game, and the total yardage will be roughly even in this game. BYU is right there if they can punch it in in this sequence. First and goal from the 10. Ball far hash. Slovis gun. Claps the hands on a three-step. Looks to his left. Looks to the middle. Pressure and Keaton is going down. It'll be a sack on the play. Loss of four. As he is collapsed upon by a handful of Texas defenders. It'll be second and goal from the 14 for BYU. That pressure is going to come right over Kingsley Suamata'ea, the left tackle. And it's going to get there just off of a, a nice power rush from that Texas edge. Just kind of got underneath Suamata'ea's arms, kind of pushed him up and pushed him right back into Slovis. Epson Marion to the right. Lassiter and Rex wide to the, rather Rex and Lassiter to the right. Marion and Epps to the left as Keaton will pump. Take his deep drop, lob it up, and get a catch at the nine-yard line by Deion Smith. And that was in the air a little bit long. Keaton was hit as he threw and just kind of lobbed it up there. Unfortunately, it fell into the hands of Deion Smith and no one in burnt orange. It'll go to a third and goal from the nine, however, for BYU. BYU won for six on third downs. The third downs have been 11, 14, 11, 2, 4, 5, and now nine. Third and goal from the nine. 5.59 to play in the second quarter. Texas 14, BYU 0. Shot by Deion Smith. He just sneaks out of the backfield right through the center guard gap and sits on a dig. Slovis put it up a little too long, like you said. Tasse motions in. Keaton, short drop, a half pump, a sprint out to the right. Leans back to throw, looks into the end zone. Now tucks and gets upended at the 5 and somersaults down to the 2-yard line. Thanks to the airborne yards, the Cougs have a fourth and goal from the two now and likely going to be a go for BYU. So Keaton Slovis was all the way back around the 15-20 yard line, shot forward and then got cartwheeled at the five, fell to the two, and those air yards set up a fourth and goal now from the two. Keaton Slovis risking it for the biscuit. He's going to leave his feet at about the six-yard line and come down on the two-yard line. He throws his body in the air while taking a hit and comes down on the side of his head and his shoulder as he kind of rolls in and tries to get more yardage. BYU, it's their second of the half. Timeout on the field. All right, we'll come back to what amounts to almost a three-pot, two-point play for BYU. It's one yard closer. It'll be a fourth and goal from the two. BYU is two for two, converting fourth downs this year, including a fourth and two conversion moments ago. We'll take a break, come back to Austin with 5.02 to go in the quarter. It is Texas 14, BYU 0. 
If the Cougars are going to get back in this game, it's got to happen on this next play on the new skin, BYU Sports. Now, back to Hans Olsen and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 5.02 to play until halftime. BYU down 14-0 at Texas. Enjoy Utah Valley's food scene in downtown Provo, where 50-plus local restaurants provide a wide variety of food experiences. Find your happy here. Learn more at utahvalley.com. Down to Mitchell Jurgens at field level here at Austin. Mitch. Yeah, Kalani's really wanting this uh, this drive to end with points. He was not happy with how that last drive went with the refs specifically. On that first down sack, the refs blatantly missed a face mask call that Kalani was trying to call for. Uh, they didn't call that one. And then on that third down play, as Chase was um, on the comeback, felt like the DB held Chase up to not allow him to be open. And so Kalani was given the refs in the earful during that timeout, wishing that he had more opportunities to, to continue this drive. So definitely wants this drive to end with six, as that's what he felt should happen. Thank you, Mitch. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. For 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. BYU 21 for 23 in the red zone this year, including 16 touchdowns. Can look to make it 22 for 24 with 17 touchdowns as we come back into a fourth and goal from the two. And the only portion of the playing field in shadow is where BYU will set up with Slovis and shotgun. He's got Aiden Robbins to his left. Double tight left and two wide receivers to the right. Fourth and goal from the UT2 and will come out of a timeout with another timeout. BYU will call another stoppage. Final timeout and we'll talk it over some more based on how Texas aligned, I presume, on defense. You know, on the field, you don't even have Isaac Rex. Um, you're a specialized tight end. You don't have Deion Smith, who gave you some nice yardage out of the backfield. Oh, I believe that's actually, you're not allowed to take back-to-back timeouts anymore. That's that, 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 that they could not do that. Remember, it was designed to not ice the kickers anymore. You can't take consecutive timeouts. Yeah, I forgot they just, that. They just tried to do that, and they were told they cannot. That's right. That's a new rule this year. No consecutive timeouts. The play clock's now down to 15. BYU's got to be aware here. The official was adamant, too. He's like, what are you doing? Get over here. Derek Anderson, the referee, put an end to that. Five seconds on the play clock, down to four, three, two, one, and the play clock runs out. Now they're just taking game, Offense. It's a five-yard penalty, fourth down. So BYU takes the delay of game, creating a short field goal situation. That, I'm sure, isn't what they were planning on doing. Maybe they were trying to get the timeout to get a different personnel group on, but you didn't have a lot of your big playmakers on the field where you can sneak out and roll out and put Isaac Rex into some type of layered route with Deion Smith, who's been catching the ball well. Deion Smith right now is the only spark you've had so far out of the backfield. And they they didn't have either one of those guys on the field. It'll turn into a 24-yard field goal try for Will Farron to put points on the board. Riggs, a low snap. Good hold by Rico. The kick is on its way. And it's through for three. BYU makes it a 14-3 ball game with 4.57 to play until halftime. Yeah, that is not the best look for the offense. Now, unless their whole idea was, no, oh, we're going to kick this field goal. We're going to try to get some different looks. I, but I can't imagine you're trying to use two timeouts. Yeah. And, uh, that that looked like a bit of a cluster on the BYU offensive side of things. 
Texas showed some things to, uh, with their defensive personnel maybe that BYU didn't like. But, yeah, great, good point. Back-to-back timeouts are, are no longer allowed. I, is that in certain time sets? or? Let's take us to our pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers, Daly's Bacon and the National Pork Board from Farm to Fork. Utah Pork Producers take pride in good practices that produce safe and nutritious pork right here in Utah. Make pork your protein of choice all season long. Go Team Pork. For delicious and nutritious pork recipes, visit pork.org. That was a 69-yard drive, 16 plays, and 9.52 off the clock. So for BYU, that's the longest drive in terms of plays and time elapsed this season. The kickoff will go into the end zone out for a touchback. And it seems like it's been forever since the Texas offense has been on the field. And they'll take the offense on the field with an 11-point lead, 14-3, with 4.57 to go until halftime. Yeah, and come out of that thing with three points. When you're talking about nine minutes off the clock and 16 plays, you know, the assumption would be that you found seven points. Just to answer your question, the new rule this year says consecutive charged team timeouts are not allowed by the same team if any in any individual dead ball period. And it came after a TV timeout. So it went from timeout to commercial to timeout. You cannot do that. I knew there was some... Rule, and it's not respective work. of time on the field. You just can't do it anymore. So that, and that was designed to initially not able to ice kickers, but it applied in this case. Pistol formation, and Brooks has been very quiet here in the first half. Stiff arms to the near side. A nifty gain, seven yards for Jonathan Brooks. And that's kind of been the story here of, of the first half, is that you've not seen much from Jonathan Brooks. That was only his seventh carry, and he's pushing 40 yards, but uh, Jonathan Brooks is one of the top rushers in the country, top five nationally in rush yards per game. What's well, bizarre, too, because Malik Murphy hasn't exactly no, he's been, been he's wowing been the crowd. Kind of a mess, actually, at times. And they're going to go right back to Brooks, and he won't get the first down, folks. He's going to be short. This will be third and inches. The last third and inches they messed up, remember? Yeah, that was interesting there, just the, the handoff and the management on Brooks. That actually looked like there was some type of alignment issue. This is a big down here for Texas. They're at their own 34-yard line, needing to move the sticks here on third and less than a yard. With 4.10 to go, they put Murphy in the gun. They hand off Brooks, and Brooks kind of stutter steps, waits, and then does shoot ahead for a yard and a half. He did get it, but he was stopped in his tracks in the backfield to see where that hole is going to develop. He found one for a yard and change and moves the chains for Texas. But this Texas offense is still not yet to 100 yards in the first half, Hans. Well, it's almost like Kyle Flood got into Steve's ear and said, hey, remember, you've got one of the best running backs in the country. And he'll go B-gap left to the 40 for a gain of four, second down and six, but not a lot going on for Texas. They were past 100 yards, lost a bunch to drop below 100, and it's 80, it's 97 to 81 in yardage before that last run of four. So back over 100, finally now go the Longhorns, but this has not been a good offense without Quinn Ewers at the helm. And Malik Murphy's hurt Texas with two giveaways, a pick and a fumble on a first and goal. 3-10 to play. Texas leading at 14-3, but uncertain 14-3. A screen to the right, complete to Worthy. Worthy spins out of a tackle and is dropped at the 45-yard line of BYU. But a nice gain. 15 yards for Xavier Worthy to the BYU 45, and now the Longhorns will hurry it up a little bit. 46-yard line the spot. Texas driving into BYU territory. Far hash as the Longhorns go right to left as we see it, and you hear it. C.J. Baxter now the tailback in the pistol. Screen thrown to Worthy near side. Gets a block to the 40. Upended, thrown down. Little suplex action to the 38. It'll be second down and two for Texas. Ethan Slade saved the touchdown on that first screen. 
And then on this second screen, Jacob Robinson gets up underneath him, picks him up, gets him all the way in the air, and then brings him down pretty hard. That's a nice tackle by Jacob. Second down three for UT at the 39 of BYU. Ball now shifting to the near hash mark. Taking his customary crouch is Malik Murphy. Holds his hands at his chest, takes the snap, and hands off to C.J. Baxter. Baxter has a first down run down to the 31-yard line outside the left side numbers. It's a gain of eight on second and short. The Longhorns move the chains again, so BYU gets points on the board finally, but the ensuing Texas drive is just clipping along downfield. 32 of BYU. It's Texas 14, BYU no score. Longhorns have one timeout left, 143 to play in the first half. A tentative run for Baxter and only for a couple yards. When will Texas use that last timeout? 135, clock rolling. C.J. Baxter's been such a good one-two punch for Texas this year, putting up about 240 yards so far on the season. He's also good out of the backfield. He's brought in about 70 yards of reception. C.J. Baxter's been a real weapon for Texas this year. He's got 20 today. Brooks has 48. Brooks is back in the backfield alongside the right of Murphy. They'll motion Whittington to the right side as it's thrown, dropped, a drop. Xavier Worthy, Xavier Worthy on a second down and eight. Not a great throw by Murphy, threw behind Worthy, but Worthy got his hands on it. And now Texas is down to a third down and eight at the BYU 30. Blake Murphy's not been expert out there in what he's been asked to execute this afternoon. No, definitely freshman mistakes. And it's interesting to me that they continue to push to Malik Murphy and put Jonathan Brooks on the sideline. Now, that was a deflected ball that probably affected the path of the ball to to Worthy. Either way, third, three for four are the Longhorns on third down. Third down and eight at the BYU 30. Murphy in shotgun. Takes a straight back, five-step drop. Lobs it up for the end zone. He's got a man in the end zone, and the catch is made for the score by Adani Mitchell. Mitchell got behind the defense, and Murphy just lobbed it up. And plenty of room for Adonai Mitchell to settle in, make the catch in the back of the end zone. It's 20-3 to three with the PAT pending. Mitchell's running off the left side, and he's just running a go route. He's just right over the top. He rips to the inside and runs the go. Like you said, got behind the line of the defense, and he was there wide open. That ball had a little too much air on it. Almost gave BYU a chance to get back and defend against it. But it finds its mark. So for Adonai Mitchell, touchdown reception number six on the year, 17 of his career. The Georgia transfer as the PAT is up and good by Burt Auburn, 21-3. So BYU got to a fourth and goal from the two, ended up kicking a short field goal to put points on the board, but Texas answers with a touchdown drive and expands the lead to 18 before the break at 21-3. 58 seconds to go before halftime. That was a 75-yard, 10-play Three-minute, 59-second drive for Texas. The best they've looked all day came on that sequence right there. Uh, we've seen Aaron Roderick do more with less time at the end of a se- at the second quarter. I believe it was against Arkansas. It took about seconds. 36 seconds to get you to the other end of the, the field. So you're going to need a little something a little special to get you some points to end this half. You do not want to go down. You don't want to go in at this half down 21-3. to three. Will Stone. On the kickoff, Keelan Marion back to return for BYU. He and Nyberg have been the pairing back, but Nyberg is the off returner. As things are funneled toward Marion. The ball set on the far hash. 
a sunny, muggy Saturday afternoon here in Austin, Texas. Stone, the left-footed kicker into the chest of Marion at the goal line. Marion coming between the hash marks to the 15. He will not go any farther. It'll be first and 10 BYU at the Cougar 15-yard line with 51 seconds remaining before halftime. 21-3, Texas leading it. So BYU will trail at the break. And that was a flat line kick. That thing didn't go above 15, 20 feet. Basically hit Keelan Marion right square in the chest, and he comes out of it, out of that uh, end zone or right in front of the end zone again to try to find extra yards. But again, puts you behind the ball if you just let that thing go through the end zone. Slovis shotgun. Robbins aligned two yards to his right. Will vacate to the left, and that's a false start, I believe, on the edge for BYU. It felt that way. It felt outside. It might have been Rex or Roberts jumping. Prior to the snap, false start, zero offense. It's a five-yard oh. penalty, first down. And they called the other receiver. I felt all the receivers were out early, and they call Epps on the left side. So it's penalty number three for BYU back to a first and 15 for the Cougs now at their own 10-yard line. So between the return and that penalty, just put you back on the 10-yard line to start a drive that you would hope that you could find some points, give yourself a little bit of momentum going in at the half, and you continue to hurt yourself in this drive alone. BYU 1-1 one and one this year when trailing at halftime. And BYU will be timeout. down at the break. BYU, this is our final timeout of the half. 30 seconds in lead. Now the Cougars, it appeared, intended to call their final timeout earlier in this quarter when they weren't allowed to take back-to-back -back timeouts. And the funny thing about that last sequence was BYU's players had already gone to the sideline, and the referee had to run after them, basically, to say, you can't do that, and brought them all back. It really kind of felt that they weren't aware that they couldn't do it. I, I'll be curious to know after the game, talking to Kalani, if they if they were all on the same page on that. Well, they must not have been. I, what's a little bit surprising, typically when you've got a rule like that, it's some type of penalty. You know, I, I know that it cost a Michigan basketball team quite a bit when you were trying to but, call right, it was, but timeouts it when you didn't have they, one. Or, they did you know, have one. Technically, they had one. They just weren't allowed to call it yep. there. So no penalty, but that was a bizarre situation. i got to imagine that, that the staff knew that. And if you're non-compliant, you're supposed to be charged a timeout in those situations. That was not the case either. The handoff to Robbins, and Robbins will simply force his way forward for four. BYU was first and 15. The clock is running. The Cougars can't and are choosing not to stop it. So BYU is likely going to just run a couple plays and get into the locker room here, it would appear. Decided to go conservative. No. Getting themselves at the line of scrimmage, see if they snap this. 20 seconds on the play clock, 25 on the game clock. It is down to a second and 11 here. Slovis will set up in shotgun with Aiden Robbins again. And just give Aiden middle. And Aiden, close to a first down. I think he moved the chains, actually. That was a run of 11 on second and 11. And the clock will stop to move the chains. And now has been reset already. So now we're under 10 seconds. First and 10 for BYU. Maybe the final play of quarter number two. Keaton will take a three-step drop. And hit as he throws. Complete to Rex on the near side. The clock runs out as Rex is tackled inbounds at the 42-yard line. That will do it. The half ends Texas 21 and BYU 3. So decided not to get aggressive there at the end of the half like we've seen in the past. And 
just kept everything underneath. You know, those runs are pretty easy when you're keeping safeties deep and everybody's reading pass first and they're getting into their drops and their coverages first. That was the first catch for Rex on the day. It comes on an inconsequential play to end quarter number two. We'll be catching up with Kalani Zitake and get his halftime thoughts as his team heads to the locker room down 18, 21-3 at the break. Texas, 161 yards of offense to BYU's 113. 103 passing, 58 rushing for the Longhorns. 70 passing, 43 rushing for BYU. Texas had 10 first downs to BYU 7. BYU on third down, struggling to 1 for 7. Down to Kalani with Mitch. Mitchell. Yeah, Coach, the offense has had a hard time getting rolling. Uh, the defense, despite a good start and a couple turnovers, had a tough last drive. What's your uh, assessment so far of the team's performance? Yeah, I don't like that last that last score that they had. I mean, third and long. So, we, it's, again, offense don't have such third third longs, and defense get out of third down. So that's, that's got to be the key. Guys making mistakes are some of the young guys, and it's okay. they got to grow up real quick. Yeah, what's it going to take to get back the momentum in the second half? Yeah, the problem is we only have 30 minutes, but that's also the good thing. So we get, we, there's a lot of game, game to be played here. Uh, we got to come out here, make some adjustments, get the guys committed to making this thing and trying to win this game in 30 minutes. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate that. All right, Kalani with Mitch. We'll come back with a halftime recap on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.